It's time for episode 3 of Countdown to kick off. We're just a few days away from the start of pre-season. Hitchin Town against Luton Town 11. Every game of pre-season, Marrick, will be live and exclusive uh, to HDFC Radio. And we continue our preparations today uh, by previewing that Luton game alongside a former uh, hatter, Kieran Jones. So you've got that to come uh, a little bit later. Kieran, of course, spent uh, some of his youth career in the Luton Academy. And he had some really good insights so there. Still sounds like they're washing the boots. They're putting the cones out. There's still the old rituals are in place from from t- your time at time as a youth team player. I'm sure the thing, things were similar when, when you were a lad as well. Well, and and when I was in Japan, because the sumo um, the sumo sort of apprentices uh, do all kinds of things for the chief sumo, and it's just hey, that's what that's what you do. It's all part of your training. It's all part of the initiation. And uh, yeah, it was really great to hear from Kieran and his experiences. Yeah, so that'll be up. That'll be coming in a few minutes time. But we're just going to talk for a bit about Dan Webb's testimonial Hitchin confirming uh, yesterday that they will play Arsenal under 18s on Saturday uh, the 22nd of July of course it's a game we had a couple of years ago Hitchin winning uh, 2-0 on that one per Mertesacker yeah. uh, the only man at top field taller than me was down there uh, we've <laughs> both got a picture of him this time though Marek Jack Wilshire yeah. is of course the coach of the under 18s he'll return to his hometown club went to the same school as me amazing isn't it I mean uh, yeah Jack, Jack Wilshire of course we saw him when the under 18s came over and uh, I'm not going to be able to make it this time so uh, you'll be there on your own unfortunately or fortunately whichever way you look at it <laughs> I'm going to be running around doing the festivals and uh, so I'm going to miss that one in Watford but I'm absolutely gutted about that really and more gutted because uh, I'm, I'm such a, a, a great a big fan of Dan Webb he's, he's just, I mean he's an absolute legend at the club Absolutely. Well, I'll hopefully get a special guest on. I'll be dropping Damon Lovrope a message, I'm sure, yeah. uh, for, yeah. for the Watford game. But yeah, Arsenal under 18s, uh, a testimonial game. Don't think I've actually covered one before. It, it's going to be mostly, you know, a proper pre-season friendly. We're taking on a top Premier League side, of course. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're under 18s. But Webby will be playing. He, he, he put on his Instagram yesterday. He's hoping to play the full 90 minutes. Hopefully we'll see him up front uh, for a bit as well as he did in his <laughs> last game uh, in Hitch in colours but look captain leader legend yeah, yeah, I mean they they are the three big ones that sort of jump out really, aren't they? And um, you know we we remember we we I remember us sort of thinking how are we ever going to replace Dan Webb? And of course you can never replace Dan Webb, but uh, we, we've got a, a, a Kieran Jones who's who's mm. come in and done an excellent job. And um, we did touch lightly on on his respect for Dan Webb as well on the interview which is coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So Arsenal under eighteen, uh, the opposition all. Uh, ticket sales so season tickets do include all of the home pre-season games they don't uh, include this testimonial game all the money raised will go to Webby's testimonial fund Uh, so make sure to get your tickets come down and join us at top field but as we say uh, it will be live uh, on HTFC radio Uh, Marek we're off to to record some content tomorrow night uh, down at the Bulldog Arena and and talk to some of the players how how much are you looking forward to to seeing everyone again I just want to give them all a bit of stick to be honest (laughs) with you you know what I mean and uh, yeah, we've got a few little tricks up our sleeve ready to uh, to drop on the boys and uh, hopefully they take it all in, in excellent spirit. But uh, one thing that I did want to ask you, Freddie, because you've mm. been a fan a lot longer than me, I was, what is your fondest mem- memory of Dan Webb? Fondest memory of, of Dan Webb has to be uh, that leatherhead game popping up uh, with the equaliser, uh, if I'm right in saying. I think it was a header uh, from a corner. Jack Green, uh, of right. all people, went on, popped <laughs> up with the, the winner in extra time to send hit 
pitching through uh, into the first round of the FA Cup. Webby was a key part of that team. Now, fans who have been here longer than me will probably remember some of those playoff runs as well yeah. and those successful league campaigns, talking sort of 2017, 2016, uh, if not a little earlier, where, where Webby was instrumental in those teams as well. But for me, that was my first season of, of commentating. That goal... Uh, just at the start of the second half, I think Michael Johnson saved a penalty just on the stroke of half-time, which was just as important. Uh, but Webb and Green, the unlikely goal scorers, he, he did pop up with a few goals, did Webby. I he think did. there was a late winner away at, at Russia Olympic before, literally in the in the dying embers as well. So I know Kieran, speaking to us a little later, will tell, tell us about uh, how he'd like to score a few more goals uh, this season. But Webby popped up with some important ones. Hopefully he'll be able to grab one uh, in that testimonial as well. Oh, wonderful. So we'll leave you in the capable hands of myself, uh, Marak and Kieran Jones. About half an hour ago, uh, we spoke to him uh, and also keep an ear out for his dog, who was very keen to get involved in the action as well. From Topfield to Telford, IDNet's brilliant broadband is keeping HDFC Radio connected. Whether it's business, home or mobile broadband, IDNet has you covered, meaning your connection won't let you down. You're on to a winner with IDNet's local broadband. Visit IDNet.com to find the perfect package for you. Kieran, uh, thanks for joining myself and Marek. Good to see you once again. How's your summer been and, and how's pre-season going as well? Yeah, it's been good. Um, had a nice few holidays, two, two, two trips to Benidorm, one with the lads, one with my mates, and then a nice, quiet, peaceful one with the missus. Um, and yeah, I've missed i think i missed the first two training sessions of pre-season but it was all right in that in that sense um and now back into it been there how many sessions we've done now probably about three i think mm. um since we've been back um and it's definitely um buzzing to be back really with the lads is Berkey quite flexible then in terms of going on holidays in the, in the summer because it's obviously awkward once pre-season comes around but I suppose every season there seems to be less of a gap every single time between when the season finishes and then the other one starts. And I know Berkey himself is on holiday yeah. uh, as we speak as well. We, we'll be missing the final training session before pre-season. But what's that like? I can imagine there are sort of lads coming and going as pre-season develops, so the, the training at least before the actual games get underway. Yeah, I think a lot of the lads have taken their holidays obviously before pre-season started. We didn't really know when we were going to come back until I think two or so weeks ago so it was quite short notice in terms of you know if somebody had booked a holiday in advance they sort of but most lads know sort of get your holidays before the start of July because you know you're going to be back either last week of June or first week of July um some and obviously now Berkey's gone on holiday so doesn't really have a leg to stand on if we go on holiday not really <laughs> Nice one. So, Kieran, um, getting into the nitty gritty, mate. Um, whatever that was that fell. What's that? A cat or a dog? A dog. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Sort sort the dog out. <laughs> dog's been. Dog has been. The dog has been shut out the door like many an opposition attack uh, by Kieran Jones just there. There you go. At least he wasn't uh, slide tackled. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kieran, yeah, I mean, coming back into the hitching hitching team now officially, mate. How important is it for you as a defender to come back into a squad that has uh, that has been carried over from the season before last? I think it's quite strange, really, in terms of like you don't see that many players stay on, uh, and I think a lot of that was due to off the field stuff. 
um, and obviously the last six games, how well we played um, and as well how close we got as a group. I think there was a bit of a buzz when we were obviously in and around the playoffs, even though we had like 10 games in hand over teams. Um, but I still think that buzz of we're actually playing good um, and that we have a real opportunity for next season if we all stick around. And I think it was sort of before the, well, even after the Ilkeston game, um, we all like went out afterwards into Hitchin um, and it was just sort of, formed an even closer relationship like we were all together and then obviously a few of the lads were if and buts about going to Benidorm um, and I think that sort of solidified it and then obviously the Benidorm trip helped even more bring us even closer so yeah I think it's quite it's quite um, positive I'd say especially for the season that we're all together we've all played with each other we all know how we want to play especially towards the end of the season how well we were playing um, so I think there's a lot of positivity in the group sort of a strange season for you a successful one in the end coming in sort of loan deal after loan deal from Brackley Town and now you're a permanent Hitchin Town player does it feel different this season going into it knowing exactly where you stand going into next season I think yes and no I think I think a big part of me was last year that I did want to have that solid place I did feel a bit even though I knew the lads and everything I didn't feel like I was part of the team because obviously I wasn't there permanently whereas this year I feel bit more solidified and right I'm here for the season um sort of spoke with my dad um and he just said look just sign the contract and just get it you know make sure you're there for the season you know you enjoy it you you always play the lads are great there's there's not a bad thing about it so why don't you just sign the contract and I think that for me was a lot of is a big thing that off the field sort of stuff how close we all are um so yeah I think it'll just benefit on the pitch now are we, are we going to be, um, I mean, we, we saw the formation ch- chop and change, but not not really in a dramatic way. Um, would would you say that we play more as a back three or would you say that we play more as a back five? Uh, Berkey on paper tells us that we're a back three. Um, I think it obviously depends on the opponent we play that, you know, our wing backs of Brad and Laney might drop back in a bit more. Um, but for the main part of it is a back three um because we want to have control of the ball we want to you know press teams regardless of the opposition you know we took it to Ilkeston on the last day of the season and they were they smashed us at their place I know they obviously only had 11 players but at the same time they're still a really strong team Mm. um and I just think as well that you know there is a real belief now in the the system that we're playing um and even like coming back in pre-season you know, the energy that is there in the, you know, in terms of like the pressing, et cetera, is massive at the moment, considering it's pre-season. Like, it's really good to see like the boys are willing to put in the work now to know sort of how we're going to play next year. How have the pre-season, you know, training sessions sort of built up? I know there's been an in-house game, but does it literally start with the the running in straight lines, that fitness, the working off some of those Benidorm trips and then building up to more getting the balls and, and playing the football, you know, that we've become accustomed to? Talk us through it. To be fair, Jonesy's been quite easy on us in terms of the amount of running we're doing because um, obviously we've got, you know, a lot of pre-season games scheduled. That's where we're going to get a lot of our match fitness in terms of, um that side of it so we're mainly focusing on like on the ball stuff 
Um, so we do, but obviously have a mixture of running with it. Um, so they've sort of made the areas a bit bigger for like possession games. Um, and sort of, you know, I think on third, um, no Monday, sorry, we trained at the ground. Um, so pretty much we had like three quarters of the pitch running around, um, you know, sorting on like counter-attacks and, you know, reactions from counter-attacks, et cetera. So I think I did like just under 7K in that session. So, you know, even though there's no technically straight line running or anything like that, we're still, you know, getting the work in, but with the ball, which is what we prefer more than, you know, mm. setting up on a line and doing like the bleep test or something. <laughs> we all know that um, pre-season games are ultra exciting for everybody, but uh, is, is there one in particular that really stands out for the boys this season? Um. I think obviously the Luton game, we were obviously hoping it would be the seniors again because we obviously liked the crowd where I think I remember I played in it last year where there was, I think it was like 2000 or so there. Um, yeah. We obviously, we can understand why they're not bringing their seniors down now they're in the Premier League. Um, but I think Luton's still the big one. Obviously, there's a lot of lads now in the team that were ex-Luton. Um yeah. And then as well, you know, we had some lads who were here last season or the year before that are from Luton. So there's always been that link. So I would say Luton's the standout one. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's lads that we know from Stockfold that are there. Um, mm. So sort of getting that competitiveness with, you know, playing playing against your mates really on some some occasions. Tell us about your time then at, in Luton's academy setup. And I mean... Is there a part of you that wishes you were there when they were a Premier League club rather than, you know, maybe when they were a couple of divisions down in the tier? Yeah, so I joined when I was 11, I believe, 11 or 12. Um, so when they were in the conference and, mm. you know, I'd, we'd have training, never at the ground really, but, you know, we'd go to different high schools around Luton. Um, and then obviously uh, then I got given a scholarship at 16, and we were training at the old training ground at Ely Way with the porter cabins and the public park where, you know, <laughs> it's your great Danes of running around onto the pitch, et cetera. <laughs> um, and we, you know, as a youth team, we literally have like a tiny little pitch, you know, either to the side of the two main pitches for the first team. Um, we had to clean their boots and everything like that, get out all the equipment for them. Um, and obviously now, I was then lucky to be in that transition from the old training ground into the new one. Um, so in my second year, I was there um, at the Brace. And, you know, it was like a breath of fresh air compared to Ely Way. You know, the facilities there are all brand new. Um, still had to do our jobs. Um, don't know if they do them now, <laughs> to be fair. But, yeah. you know, that that side of it was, it was just a bit bit more comfort for us, really, compared to the porter cabins. Um and, you know, part of me probably does want to be, would like to be in their shoes at the under 18s yeah. where, you know, they don't have to wash the boots and they, you know, they've got now Premier League facilities in terms of, you know, there there was stuff there that they've got now, with, you know, like the massive gym that they've just built um, mm -hmm. that wasn't there before. Um, so, you know, that could that could help future players and that side of it is is brilliant. And obviously, Hitchin have got that close relationship with Lou Timmy. Saw, you know, Danny Diakoa and Josh Allen 
coming in on loan last season. Dan was released by Luton at the end of the season. Is there any, you know, any attempt being made by either you in the group or, or Berkey or the coaches to try and persuade him to come back in? Yeah, Berkey, I know Berkey's trying to. Um, obviously, with Dan's side of it, he's still wanting to pursue full-time football. Um, and I know a few of the lads have obviously um, messaged him and, you know, want him to come back as we all do really um because he was such an integral part of it last year um but also at the same time we can understand his desire to play full-time football um which is what every young kid really wants to do mm. okay so surely uh toughest game of pre-season is going to be on tuesday when we when we've got stevenage turning up um what do you think the objectives uh, that burke is going to set out when you take on that uh, top league one side Try and win. I think that's <laughs> that'll be that'll be his goal. Um, but no, yeah, I think first and foremost will be you know just it's we know we're it's a tough opposition. You know, it's mm-hmm. League One. There's however many divisions between us, um, and you know it's sort of making sure that we don't lose track of what we want to do. You know, if we can do if we can play out the back and press, you know, a league one team for 45 minutes, I think Berkey will tick that off straight away, you know, um, but as long as we're competitive, that's all he'll want from us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, moving on then, Kieran, a, a former defensive partner of yours in Dan Webb. Um, great news yesterday that Hitchin will take on an Arsenal uh, under 18 side on Saturday, uh, the 22nd of July for, for Webby's testimonial. Just how much do you feel that, that he deserves his accolade? Yeah, obviously I played with him in his last year of football. Um, but, you know, the energy that he brought and the respect that he had around the ground was, you know, everyone could see. Um, and obviously as a young centre-half coming into men's football, he was a great mentor for me. Um, and I just think that, you know, I remember all the stuff of when we're on the coach and playing cards with each other, you know, he's put, he put his arm around me and said, come on, get involved and everything. And it's definitely made the process a lot easier in terms of that transition from, you know, academy sort of football into men's football as well. Okay. So, uh, when I, when I became sort of part of Hitching Furniture a couple of years ago, I, the, the style of play was was sort of very defensive-minded. And uh, recently, towards the end of last season, uh, as, as you know yourself, we started to play more on the front foot and getting a bit more attacking. Is is that a, a technique that you're going to carry into this season? Hopefully. Um, I think there is, you know, there's a lot of, I'd say, footballers in our team. There's a lot of lads who like to get on the ball, you know, the likes of Diago, Jack and Finn. They want to get on the ball. They want to create sort of thing. They don't want, you know, the ball in the air and especially like the Brummy centre-halves to then be trying to eat them up all the time. You know, they don't, they don't want that. They want, they want ball playing, Mm. balls played into them. So I think that side of it, we will want to try and carry on. You know, there might be some games where we'll have to mix it up and go long, um, but, you know, we've got the likes of Ash who can win a header against anybody. So, yeah, you know, that's that's the positive on the side of it as well. So, uh, yeah, to your question, I think we will try and do the same as the end of last year. Right. It just seems such an exciting time to be around the club. And I bet you feel that as a player, because a lot of the time, you know, you talk about those trips up to to the Midlands on a Tuesday night. A lot of the time, you know, you'll have been at work in the day and you, you may be not massively looking forward to the game, but... 
the way Hitchener play, the way they set out to play, the group of players that we have, I, I bet you're just excited to get out there, even just for these preseason games. Yeah, I think I think that's a massive thing as well. You know, again, like I said, I can't speak highly enough of the camaraderie off the field. Um, but that side of it, like even I've had it and seen glimpses of it in training, you know, with the likes of Isaac coming in, just that bit of skill that he can bring as well and flair, you know, it's sort of like I'm excited to see how this all combines together when when we're playing in a game and then hopefully it clicks. You know, it might take a few that's well, that's the whole point of preseason to find that find those bits of the new players coming in and as well if we want to play differently, um, you know, clicking that all together again. Do you see uh, do you see Isaac as a direct replacement for the sad loss of Josh Cody Stevens? Um yeah I'd say so. Um I'd say they're different players. Obviously Isaac is a bit more Pop won't even mind me saying a bit more technically gifted in terms of he's able to dribble and take on players. But at the same time, you know, Josh had that side of the game of, you know, the leadership and the passing as well. Um, and he really thrived towards the end of the season as well. Um, but yeah, I think I think Isaac could do a really good replacement in terms of Pop leaving. So preseason, just a, a few days away then, Kieran, starting with that. Uh, the, the game against Luton, but you know, looking at preseason, then looking at the season itself, what would be your your personal goals? I guess going into this season that you've set. Well, Jonesy's taken the mick out of me because somebody put on the Hitchin forum that I score about five goals this year or contribute to goals. <laughs> so I'd like to get a few more goals because I think I've only scored one Hitchin goal. Um, but... FA Trophy defeat to Leicester, if yeah. I remember rightly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the only time I scored so. Hopefully it's a, a memorable few... one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully a few more goals. Um, yeah. Personally as well, obviously I don't like conceding goals, so it'd be mm. trying to keep as many clean sheets as possible. Um, I know that towards the end of the season, that was a big goal of ours as like a back three. You know, Egghead would sort of set us up like before the game, like throwing headers and just keep us motivated in terms of making sure we keep a clean sheet. Um and then obviously to win, want to win as many as we can. Trying, I think there's a real buzz around the lads trying to get to playoffs as well. Um, obviously, we know some teams in our league have a much higher budget than us, um, but we're obviously hoping that you know with our how we want to play and our work ethic, you know that will project us into the playoffs or at least the top half of the of the table. Yeah, I mean, I li- you literally just answered my next question there when I was saying, are we going to settle for consolidation again or are we going to push for a, a little bit of a title buzz? Yeah, I think I think we're, we're going to push for it. I think that's a massive reason why we've kept a lot of the lads is because of that buzz that we had towards the end of the season and that buzz of when we was in the playoffs, you know, oh, we actually can do it. Um, obviously, a lot of the lads, well, it was our first season really playing together as a group. Um, and then it's a few of the lads like second or third season now playing, you know, the Southern Central. So I think there's now people aren't afraid of the league. We know the big teams. We know how teams want to play. Um, so it's sort of now the case of, right, well, we know how they want to play. Let's play how we want to play and bully them. Great to hear. Kieran, um, we will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, we're heading out to training uh, to talk to as many of you guys as possible. We're going to talk to you about your new role uh, on the fines committee. So very much looking forward to, to hearing about that. Thanks ever so much.
much for your time. Make sure you take that dog for a walk anyway, because it sounds yeah. like it's, it's desperate to door. get on the move. Wants to come in and speak to us. Uh, we look forward to the start of pre-season, but thank you again, mate. No nice worries. Thank you.